name is Kenny Dusso, and this is the Elite Development Podcast. The goal of this show is documenting my journey as a coach, things I see in the industry, mistakes I see athletes make, things that I know you need to avoid. So basically, my goal is to help athletes avoid the difficult pitfalls of the world of elite performance sport and to help them reach their true potential. So if you are an up-and-coming athlete that is trying to build the career of your dreams, make sure you're following along this show. Make sure you go subscribe on the YouTube channel, on the podcast, and everywhere else you can. And now, let's get to the episode. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Elite Development Podcast, the number one show for athletes looking to gain an edge on their opponents and build their dream careers in sport. Before we get into the show today, I want to just tell you all, you know, when you guys share the show, when you guys, you know, spread this around, whether it's on social media, otherwise, anything like that, it is always a huge benefit to the show itself, to me, and it helps us reach more athletes. So if you've gotten value from the show in the past, I would greatly appreciate you just take a minute, share the live stream out, share the podcast out, make sure that you go leave a review on Spotify, Apple, wherever it is you listen. Because every single one of those guys, they mean the absolute world to me and they help the show reach more people, which ultimately is the goal here. Now, today we are talking about lifting weights and does it make you slow? Now, quick answer, lifting weights absolutely can make you slow. And I know that's probably not what you were expecting me to hear, expecting to hear me say. And the reason that I wanted to talk about this today is I wanted to talk about this because I posted a video the other day, and it was a video of Arnold Allen, a very high-level UFC fighter, and he was lifting weights in the first part of the video. In fact, he was deadlifting 462 pounds, and the guy fights at 145 pounds, so it's a pretty nice-looking number. And then in the second half of the video, he was very quickly and very explosively messing Dan Hooker's day up when they fought. Now... The whole idea behind the video was that lifting weights is a crucial part of athletes seeing success. If you want to be a successful athlete, you need to be strong. You need to be fast. You need to be powerful. You need to have all these things dialed in. Plain and simple, you just do. But on that video, people just decided that opinions needed to be heard. Like I was getting comments on the video on TikTok talking about how yeah, but he could be faster. And it's like, well, yeah, no shit. Everyone can be faster. Or another one of my favorite ones was, well, if you just lift weights and you don't do any other sport training and you don't do any mobility work, then you'll have limited mobility. I mean, again, yeah, no shit. If you don't do anything other than lift weights, you're going to get really strong and not get very good at much else. Like that's no shit. Like, I'm not really sure what the point of these comments were, but we're going to talk about that a little bit today. So if you are sitting here and you are wondering, do does lifting weights make you slow as an athlete? I'm here to tell you it does, but it only will if you follow the protocol that we're going over in this podcast. Now, number one, the number one thing to do to make sure that lifting weights keeps you slow as an athlete is only lift weights. Don't do any sport training. Don't do any mobility work. Don't do any plyos. Don't do any speed training. Just lift weights. That way you can guarantee that lifting weights will make you slow and will not benefit you in terms of training for your sport. Number two, take steroids to ensure that you gain the maximum amount of muscle possible. 
Because again, we all know the goal of any good strength and conditioning program is obviously to help you perform as an athlete. And we don't want to do that. We want to just bodybuild and get huge because we want lifting weights to keep us slow. So if you want lifting weights to keep you slow, make sure you take a whole bunch of steroids so that you can gain the absolute maximum amount of muscle possible and have none of it translate over to your sport. Excuse me. Now, number three, focus on all your max effort, pushing yourself to failure right before you go spar or you go do other training. That way you can be sure that your legs are nice and heavy, your shoulders are nice and heavy, your body feels like absolute dog shit right when you go do your important skill work. These are three very, very good key things to focus on if you want lifting weights to keep you slow. So I hope it was very clear to everyone that this is not at all the advice that I actually preach when it comes to lifting weights, when it comes to strength and conditioning, when it comes to actually becoming a good athlete. But this is the kind of stuff that the internet seems to take. Hey, athletes, you need to lift weights and flip. So if you're an athlete listening to this, what I really want to reinforce with you is that, yes, there are ways that lifting weights can make you slow. There are ways, there are things you can do to not get benefit yet still be strength training or still be lifting weights. Um, But the big focus is on performing in the sport. And so if you're an athlete listening to this and you're worried about lifting weights making you slow, I want to reinforce a couple of things with you. Number one, you will not get too big by accident. If you are an athlete and you think that, you know, I'm going to go in and I'm going to lift weights two to three times a week and then, oh, I might gain so much muscle that I'm not going to be fast and explosive for my sport, that doesn't happen by accident. You're not just going to go train a couple times a week and then all of a sudden blow up to be 300 pounds full of muscle and not be able to move. What you need to do is learn how to manage the load, learn how to balance lifting weights with plyometric work, with speed work, with the work actually in your sport. Because when it's done properly, lifting weights is a crucial tool for athletic success. Now, number two, we're talking about uh, we're talking about taking steroids. Obviously, I'm never going to tell anyone to take steroids. I don't think anyone should take steroids. If you, especially if you're competing in any kind of combat sport, because well, you're cheating, and I'm not an advocate for that whatsoever. But the other thing too is people look at you know the bodybuilders on the internet. They look at you know the Arnold Schwarzenegger, the Phil Heath, the Ronnie Coleman's, those big jacked up dudes that look like clouds with the head on top, and they think you know that is what lifting weights is. <coughs> Excuse me. Guys, lifting weights and bodybuilding are two different things. Strength and conditioning and bodybuilding are two different things. If your focus is on just gaining size, then yes, go down that route. Follow the bodybuilding programs. Do whatever it is you're going to do. I still wouldn't ever advocate for someone to take steroids. But if you're trying to compete on the Mr. Olympia stage, you're going to be hard-pressed not to. Now, if your goal is to be athletic, all you need to do is not lift weights the same way as those bodybuilders. Don't follow Phil Heath's guide to boulder shoulders. Don't follow Arnold Schwarzenegger's leg day. Like if you want to not get too big or not get too bulky, don't train like the guys that are trying to get too big and bulky. 
Like, that's it. You know, so many people are so concentrated on just saying, you know, this, like, they see someone who lifts a lot of weights that isn't, you know, a fast, mobile, jacked athlete, and then they're like, oh, that's what, lifting weights equals that. It's not how it works. You just need to learn how to do it. So don't follow the bodybuilding programs. Don't Google Ronnie Coleman's Guide to Massive Quads, and don't follow that workout. Instead, find athletes that are actually in the sports that you are actually competing in. Find coaches that coach athletes that are in the sports that you are actually competing in. And start see, see, start searching for advice from them. Those are the people that have the answers that you're looking for, not bodybuilding.com. So if you want to understand how lifting weights can benefit you and not make you slow, you got to look for the right sources. You know, I'd say follow my page. There's a lot of information on there about lifting weights, about how to, you know, properly incorporate that into your, into your week to help you succeed in your sport. Follow Phil DeRue, one of the best coaches in the world, one of the mentors that I've had personally, and he's an absolute superstar in this industry. He trains world champion athletes, and the dude is an absolute encyclopedia of knowledge when it comes to strength and conditioning for athletes. Follow Jeff Lavecchio, a good friend of mine that works primarily with hockey players, but everything he talks about is how to incorporate training to create better athletes. Absolutely phenomenal guy. So, Follow the right people. Now, the other one that we were talking about is max effort lifts or pushing yourself to failure right before you go to spar or right before you go to train. This is one of these trends that I've seen a lot of athletes adapt because they need to, quote unquote, learn to fight tired. And then they're upset that they don't feel good while they're training or they don't feel good while they're sparring. Yeah, you don't feel good while you're training or while you're sparring because you're deliberately fatiguing yourself and then going to try to exert at a high level. If you want to learn how to, quote unquote, fight tired, spar hard or train hard, you will get tired and then you will continue to train through that. But when it comes to just deliberately fatiguing yourself, do you deliberately fatigue yourself while you fight? Of course not. Why are you doing it in training? And people say, oh, it's because you got to learn how to grind through it. You know how else you learn how to grind through it? Continue to show up consistently. Continue to work hard. Some days are going to be harder than others. You don't need to go out of your way to deliberately fatigue yourself more. You feel like you're doing more for yourself because it's hard work, but it's not actually hard work that's benefiting you in any way, shape, or form. Instead of spending your time just focused on trying to fatigue yourself and then output at a high level, focus on improving your ability to output at a higher level. Strength training two to three times a week. Do some plyometric work. Work in actual properly structured conditioning in order to make sure that you're actually working off of the demands that your sport throws at you. So many people want to spend their time doing their conditioning work, just, you know, pounding the pavement. How many miles can you get before you drop? And guys, that's not the way a fight works. If you're training for a fight, the conditioning you do needs to benefit the demands that are going to be placed on you while you fight, which is high, 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 high intensity for shorter durations of time. Now, this doesn't mean that steady state work has no place in your conditioning routine, but athletes put this massive focus on it. And, you know, I see people doing three, four, five, six runs a week and then saying that, you know, lifting weights makes you slow. 
actually lifting weights gives you more force to put behind the things you're doing while you're actually in the ring of the cage. Because if you want to be explosive, you need to be able to put power behind your punches, power behind your kicks. Where do you think the power comes from? It comes from strength. If you were stronger, you have more ability to output power. You have more ability to output power. Every hard shot you throw takes less of your energy. If every hard shot you throw takes less of your energy, that means you can throw more hard shots before fatiguing. If you can throw more hard shots before fatiguing, it takes you longer to gas out without even touching the conditioning side. Then when it comes to the conditioning work, that's a whole other story and that's a podcast for another day. But guys, the main thing I want to reinforce from this is that, yes, lifting weights can make you slow. But if lifting weights is making you slower and making you perform worse as an athlete, lifting weights isn't the problem. Your program is the problem. What you're doing is the problem. Because lifting weights is an absolutely crucial tool to succeed regardless of the sport you're competing in. Because the base of strength is literally the foundation for you to do anything else. If you're weak, you are going to have a harder time doing literally everything that you have to do in your sport. So stop being afraid of the weights. They're not going to hurt you. They're going to help you dominate your opponents every single time you step into the ring, every single time you step into the cage. But if you're not feeling that kind of result, that means that the programming you're implementing, the things you're doing, the lifting that you are, the lifting program that you're on is a bad one. It does not mean that lifting weights is bad. So I hope that clears a couple things up. If you tuned in, I appreciate you, uh, especially those who took the who took the whole time and are still here right now. I appreciate you all. If you're listening back to this on the podcast, the YouTube channel, anything else, make sure you go subscribe. Make sure you go follow me on all my social media accounts. The links on how to do that will be in the show notes below. I appreciate you all for tuning in. I hope you have a great rest of your day, and I'll catch you on the next episode. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Elite Development Podcast. Now, remember, information without execution is useless. So take what you learned in the show today and go figure out how you can apply it to your career to start making progress right away. My one ask of you is share the show around. Make sure you're subscribed. Make sure you're following on all the social media platforms. The links on how to do that will be in the show notes below. And in turn, have a great day, and I can't wait to see you on the next episode.